Buenos dias, buenos dias, buenos dias. Welcome to today's Mayito Minute. So it's, uh, it's Monday, and um, what I'm going to talk about happened on Saturday, but you know I didn't throw any podcasts out there. So we're going to kind of rewind the clock, and we're going to talk about um, if you're into sports, mainly if you're, if you're into college football, then you probably caught the storyline of, uh, of the SEC championship game. So this past weekend in college football, it was conference championship weekend. So some of the conferences, most of the conferences have a conference championship where teams will play to see who the, who the best team in the conference is for the season. And um, in the SEC, the Southeastern Conference, which everybody says is the best conference in college football, it's got the you know the most depth and and arguably the best team in the country in Alabama. Uh, their conference championship was on Saturday, and um, man, I'll tell you what, I uh, I hadn't seen those of you that have kids and and things going on. I hadn't really watched more than probably a full quarter of football at one particular time this whole college football season. But I got to watch most of this SEC championship game, and um, quite frankly, it was one that I wanted to watch, and the stars aligned, and I was able to, you know, sit on the couch and and watch most of the game, and uh, it was really a treat. But but the storyline was just, um, I, I don't think you could have scripted it better. And so I am, let let's say I I'm a fan. I am an Alabama fan be- for the the system that they have. For Coach Saban, the, the coach that that they have in him, uh, for the people he's probably got working underneath him, for his players and kind of who and what they become, I, I'm just a fan of the overall system of Alabama football. Like like the way that they go about things, the the way that they do things, the standards that they set, the principles that I'm sure that govern their practices, their games, um, probably even their, their lives outside of the football field. Like I'm a fan of all of that. And, um, just to kind of rewind the clock real quick, uh, to catch you up to speed. Here's, here's what happened. There was, um, there was a quarterback named Jalen Hurts that played for Alabama and he played, he was the starting quarterback last year. Um, he started every single game for Alabama. Alabama was arguably the best team in the country. They, they won the national championship, so they definitely can claim that they were the best team in the country. And Jalen Hurts started every single game the entire season. Alabama goes into the college football playoff. They win the first game, so they're playing in the national championship game. And Jalen Hurts is their starter. Like, nothing changes, right? I mean, you, you go with who brought you there. But at halftime, Coach Saban decided to sit Jalen Hurts and play this other guy named Tua Tonga Lavula or something like that. I don't know how to say his last name, but everybody calls him Tua, right? Because it's easier. And he played the second half and he led Alabama in a comeback and a heroic finish. And, and they won the national championship game. And ever since the second half of the national championship game, now Jalen Hurts is still on the Alabama team. Ever since the second half, Coach Saban has played Tua. So he started this past season and he started every single game this season. Alabama's ranked number one. They picked up right where they left off. They're the best team in the country. And Jalen Hurts was like, he saw the writing on the wall and was basically told, hey, like this is going to be your role. You're going to be the backup quarterback for us this year behind Tua. Now, Jalen Hurts was one of the best quarterbacks in the country last year, like bar none. I mean, he was... Phenomenal, right? 
Coach Saban, in his professional opinion, felt that Tua gave them a better chance to win the national championship game this year. Jalen Hurts can probably go and start anywhere else in the country as a quarterback. I mean, I think it goes without saying he was playing on the best team, obviously really good, but he chose not to. He chose to stay. He chose to forego being a starter somewhere else in another program to play backup to Tua at the University of Alabama, under the tutelage, by the way, of Coach Saban and that whole system and process and so on and so forth, right? So he does this. He sits the whole season. Well, Tua has been a little bit banged up. Uh, He had a little bit of a knee issue and he was wearing a brace. And it's kind of one of those things where you're watching it and you're like, man, he's pretty much one hit away from like getting knocked out of the game. You know, he's, he's missed a little bit of time, I think before that. And then they play this national or they play this uh, SEC conference championship game. And like he got, you know, Georgia was very, very physical Tua got knocked down a couple of times. He had some problems with his ankles, and finally they were like, you know what, Like he's, he's too brittle. I mean, he's not throwing the ball well. He was kind of making some mistakes and thinking about that ankle or those ankles too much, and it was like, okay, we've got to make a change. Well, who do they call on? We call on our backup. Well, Jalen Hurts, you're in, right? It's time for you to come in, and it's time for you to play. Jalen Hurts comes in and leads a comeback, I think it was 24 unanswered points, I think. For those of you that are, you know, stats fans, you guys can comment on that. But anyhow, he he leads Alabama back. He ran in for a touchdown. He threw for a touchdown. And uh, in the, I think he came in in the third quarter, I believe, or maybe it was even the fourth. And uh, Alabama wins. And Jalen Hurts, you know, vic- like took them to, to victory. Now, here's where I want to kind of, sit for our podcast and what I want us to think about. Jalen Hurts was obviously ready, wasn't he? Like, so here, okay, let, let me let me step back. Let me, let me go from the beginning. Here's the beginning. Jalen Hurts was a mature enough young man. He was intelligent enough to know, why would I go somewhere else? I know that I can start, but I am sitting underneath the teaching of... This is going to be arguably one of the best coaches ever in the history of college football with Nick Saban. So he recognized, why would I go somewhere else? I'm learning from a master. I'm learning from arguably one of the best ever. Why would I go somewhere else if I can watch a guy like Tua, who's unbelievably talented? Why would I go somewhere else if I can probably learn from him? Here's here's another thing, and this one's really deep. Why would I go somewhere else? Why don't I exercise the principle of humility and sit the bench and forego my carnal desire, everything in me pulling me away from the University of Alabama so that I can be in the lights, so that I can have the spotlight? Folks, I mean, let's not let that get away from us. That's unbelievable. That's a crazy amount of maturity. That's nuts. He wasn't guaranteed that he was going to start another game ever. And he might not, by the way. I mean, let's follow this now that like the season's over and they're into, they're going to be into the playoffs and Alabama's obviously in. Let's follow this. I mean, he might get relegated right back to backup because Tua gets healthy and they're going to start Tua again. I mean, I don't know, right? There were no guarantees for Jalen Hurts. Nobody told him, if you stay, you get this. It was... Strictly a decision that he made. 
Humility. Wow. Crazy, right? So that's number one, that he recognized that. Okay. Here's number two. He was actually ready when called upon. And I don't know which one here is, is more important. I think maybe probably the initial step of being humble and staying in Alabama, but then being like, hey, every day in practice, every day off the field and with my sleep, with watching film, with whatever all of those other things are, like as Jalen Hurts, it's like in his mind, he's saying to himself, Jalen, you might get a chance at some point. You might get a shot. Something might happen. You know how football is, right? I mean, look at look what happened to you, right? Like all of a sudden you're sitting the bench. Like you need to make sure that you're ready when it's your turn to come in. If you ever do come in, right? And if you don't, can you find satisfaction in your preparation for being ready to come in if your number got called? See, that's another thing. Holy cow, like if you don't have a guarantee, like if, if Saban doesn't tell you, hey, by the way, man, if we're ever up by like 40, you know, you're coming in. But see, I'm not, never mind. That doesn't even make sense because it's, it's, he was never guaranteed a starting role and it was never told to him that he would get one. So it's even bigger than that. And it's like, so I'm, I'm working hard. I'm eating right. I'm sleeping. I'm doing all the right things and I'm doing all the right things for like nothing. I'm doing all the right things. And like Saban's not even going to ever guarantee me that I'm going to start. I mean, you might come out of the gate like a lot of us and be motivated and be like, yeah, 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 just in case. But I mean, week two goes by, week three goes by, week four goes by, week five, week six, seven, like the weeks go by and you're not getting the start and Tua's playing lights out. I mean, how do you keep that motivation going? The answer is it's not motivation. The answer is it's like an intrinsic drive in you to be the best version of yourself. That's all. Because he may have left Alabama and never even gotten in that SEC championship game. I mean, that was just a bunch of events unfolding that eventually got the ball in his hands. But then when he goes in there, the way that he played, the poise that he showed, the way he executed what he needed to do to help his team to win was uncanny. Because he was ready. Because he continued to stay, he continued to fuel his passion for being the best version of himself just in case. And the just in case was always in question and it wasn't guaranteed. So man, what a, what a great story. I mean, honestly, I kind of wanted Georgia to win and then he gets in and I'm like, well, I, I, I'm kind of, I'm kind of rooting for Jalen. I'm kind of going for him. And, and, and so let me land the plane with this, like focusing on Jalen, focusing on Tua. What has Nick Saban created here? What kind of a system has Nick Saban created where like, you're going to, my name's Jalen Hurts. Like, I'm really good. Like, you're going to bench me? Really? Like, you think you can do that? I mean, there was never any of that in the press from, from Jalen, like sticking his chest out to his coach saying, Hey, what's up? Because at the university of Alabama, what these young men understand is that we will do whatever is necessary for us as a unit, as a team to be successful. Whatever that means. Jalen, guess what that means for you? That means Tua starts and you sit. And Jalen says, thank you, sir. That's exactly what I will do and I will do it to the best of my ability. Right? And notice, Tua goes out, gets hurt. Jalen comes in. Who's Jalen's biggest fan? Tua. Why? Because Tua recognizes, hey, I'm not at full strength right now. It's a good call that Saban put in Jalen. Let's go, Jalen. Go get him, right? 
And when you create this kind of an atmosphere and this kind of a culture, you've got to watch out. Why has Alabama been so good for so long? Because this is what they've got going. These guys come to this university. You are not guaranteed that you are going to play. You're guaranteed that we're going to push you and instill in you a mindset to be the best version of yourself. But here's the deal, and I'll, I'm going to jump back to the, to the Jalen story here. How good would Jalen have turned out? Like, is Jalen Hurts a better quarterback having sat the bench behind Tua at the University of Alabama than he would have been at another university playing as the starter? My initial knee-jerk answer is going to be yes, 100%. That, that's going to be my initial answer because I believe that he has probably pushed himself harder as the backup at the University of Alabama than he would have pushed himself at, at, at any other university where he was the starter. Just because that program, the DNA of University of Alabama football is such that that's the way that they roll. Huh. Roll, roll tide for those of you that got it. You're laughing. Okay, but that's the way that they that they conduct business, right? So just a, just a great story. And for us, what's the application? I mean, the application is like, number one, be humble. You know, like watch for, hey, if you if you suffer some setbacks and maybe you think they're unfair, maybe you think they're unjust, whatever. I mean, take them. Like have the forethought to actually humble ourselves and just say, all right, well, like, how am I going to just keep myself intrinsically motivated to continue to be the best version of myself, no matter what I'm thrown, no matter what is thrown at me, right? Um, and then here's here's the second one. Um, you know, run to people and organizations and cultures around you that are doing these kinds of things that are instilling these kinds of like solid principles that I talk about on this podcast and that we read about and that we do all these things about like go to those places like it's worth working at a at an organization at a company that that lives by those principles like it's worth like having conversations and being accountable to people that have these same mindset principles like it's worth it for us to be in community with these kinds of people that have these kinds of thoughts and these kinds of words for us and affirmations and things like that because we're building each other up and we're pushing ourselves so much harder when we get in these communities and when we're around these kinds of people and when we're within these organizations that have these kinds of standards, right? I mean, he gets some good players at the University of Alabama, but he gets those players and he makes them even better. I mean, you want to go NFL, you talk about the Patriots. Like, well, how do they, how do they turn guys into like better players than they were before? It's the culture, Right. So anyhow, uh, I know that this was all about NCAA football, but I hope that those of you that are not, you know, into football and don't understand, hopefully I kind of tease the story out a little bit further to get you to kind of see how this would apply to us and how we can kind of work this out. Just tremendous kind of little thing. Maybe if you're not into college football, maybe it'd be interesting for you to follow this narrative of like Jalen Hurts and Tua and the University of Alabama and see how it all plays out. All right, folks. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Have a happy Monday. Have a great start to your week. Until next time.